Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Farms Advice Podcast. I'm Jack Creswell and my guest today is Jock Lawrence. He is the co-founder of Mobile, livestock management software to help simplify how you keep track of your records from working with 60,000 ducks to large-scale sheep and cattle operations across Australia. We get into how livestock software can be used for farmers across Australia and New Zealand and how we can better use the data recorded and along with the experiences Jock has built up as a young go-getter from regional Victoria. Let's get into it and see how it all started. Hey Jock, good to have you on the podcast today. How's everything going down your way? Good mate, good. The um, the sun is rising bright and early, so yeah, thanks for having me Jack. Yeah, it's excellent to have you on as part, as a new ag tech firm within the last few years. Um, can you just give us a bit of your background and your personal story off the farm? Yeah, sure thing, Jack. So, um, yeah, I grew up on the on the family farm, which is near Avenal, Victoria. We sort of, we run merinos and um, and a few crossies there, a few token cattle. So, you know, I had a, had a great childhood on the land. Sort of um, did a lot of work over school holidays and shearing and crutching and landmarking and whatnot. And um, sort of after what after my childhood there, sort of went off to boarding school. Um, where I had some sort of um, I guess great teachers um, that sort of opened up my eyes to opportunities outside of farming um which is really cool and um also got some great experience after after school sort of uh, did this great trip around australia with a mate of mine Clive Calvert, where i worked on um, a bunch of different farms um, worked on um from crop farms over in western australia up to big cattle stations up in northern territory river station up there and across the sheep stations across the queensland 
that was a great experience sort of you know opening my eyes up to ag and all different sort of different farming practices uh, and whatnot so yeah that was a great experience all done in your gap year yeah that was done in the gap year jack yeah yeah that was a great great time a lot of fun yeah it's a good time to like learn a lot about ag and get into a different industry different yeah 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 for sure like um I suppose, you know, when you sort of grow up on the farm, you sort of have that one view, this is like how farming's done. Um, and from, from your dad's sort of experience or, or your parents' experience on the farm. So um, they really opened up the, my eyes to, yeah, different farming practices, I guess. Yeah. And, and I suppose after that, um, after that year, I sort of came back to Victoria and, yeah, um, I went, went, went to study at university, did an engineering course. I suppose I thought I liked building things, which I do. Um, always love building stuff, so engineering seemed like a logical choice. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, just opened my eyes up to something different. Um, it, it was great at uni, Jack. Um, met some really smart people. Probably stayed there too long. Um, after uni, sort of worked in um, Eng for a bit, um, which was great. But um, yeah, didn't really settle, I guess, and sort of came back to the farm and did a bit of time at the farm, and that's kind of where. Where the idea behind models began is sort of when I come back to the farm there. So, like initially for mobile, it's mobile, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So for like mobile, how what was the problem that you came across that like started you off? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um when I when I came back to the farm and um was sort of was sort of, you know, like we had my brother coming back to the farm, I have two brothers, Jack, um, Max and Todd Lawrence. And they, they both looked like they were going to come back to the farm as well. And my brother was back in the farm already. And um, yeah, and, and we were sort of trying to, you know, get all the information out of dad's head and put it down on, on whatever it was, like an Excel spreadsheet or a piece of paper. Anyway, we tried a bunch of different software solutions. Like um, what we found is, you know, like trying to pull this information down. There's, things were a bit clunky. Things didn't work for operation very well. Or things were a bit overcomplicated. So I went off and sort of, Oh, young and naive, I guess. Um, just thought I could solve solve the problem, so I tried to do it in big Excel spreadsheets and and um, stuff like that. But um, and then decided, oh, well, why don't we, you know, build our own software solution and use it on farms? So that's where the idea kind of sort of began. Sort of, you know, it's a more simplified version for what's out there. Really good for commercial producers, I guess. Yep. And and I had a mate, um, Jack Hurley. Still having this mate, but um, Jack Hurley. He was, <laughs> he was, um, uh, he was working overseas. Um, he was sort of um, a software developer, and he was touring around, um, so he could work for anywhere, you know. So um, he was wor- working at a Bali at the time, um, and so I sort of mentioned the idea to him. He's like, "Oh well, it sounds like a great idea. Why don't you, you know, fly over here, or and you know, sit down with you a couple of weeks and um, not the idea." So. A little bit crazy, and then it was a bit of a crazy idea, but oh, you know, I thought, okay, let's let's do it, and um, flew over to Bali, and caught up with Jack there, and we were sort of working out of a shared office space in Bali for um, a couple of weeks, and he was working on other projects, and I was sort of sitting next to him, sort of making up mock designs and different things, and he was, you know, um, a point of reason, I guess, of what what reality could be, um, and we sort of started out a prototype, and and. Yeah, and Jack said, all right, well, I'll be surprised, you know, if you ever get like 10 customers, but let's do it. So um, we, he ended up building the prototype model, um, sort of based around that really simple farm management 
um, sort of practices there, recording all that down. And within three months, we had something that was working and it was in, in the farmer's hands. So really quick turnaround um, there. And we sort of had it in my dad's, dad's farm and, and it worked really well there. So we're like, oh, okay, might be onto something here. So um, we sort of done, so we did a few, did a few tests on um, other people's farms. So we sort of uh, had a few friends and whatnot. So we tried to trial it out in about 14 farms. And, um, and it was still early, early days and like, and to sort of, you know, to see if they would actually saw value in it. We asked, oh, well, would you guys pay for this? And, you know, about 80% of them said they would. So um, that's when we, we, we decided, you know, to double down and um, really, really try to make more work. And, and two years later, here we are with, um, you know, clients all over Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose like you're moving individuals, like people's mindset and putting it down on paper, like you said, you're getting your dad's thoughts and putting it down on paper. And then mm. just making it a management tool for that. How, like what features did you initially have on mobile? Yeah, really, really simple, Jack. So it's, um, yeah, big, big paddock list with all your mobs in it. Um, and things like tasks and um, property chat, et cetera. Um, but I suppose the biggest thing was, you know, like um, mob movements, recording your mob movements, understanding when you know, the mob was last in that paddock, um, how long it had been rested. And then, and then you know, and with, with these, this sort of farm management software, you can have, you, can have um, you know, my brother was using it. Um, we had an employee using it. So everyone's on the same page. Everyone knows where the livestock are, um, in which paddocks they know when they were last dredged. Um, and and all these things so um yeah yeah so we we record, we, we started recording really basic stuff and then sort of got a little bit more involved down the track but um we still try to keep it really really simple um so it really hasn't changed too much from the previous designs so that's uh, sort of um the things you can record and and, and we also do things like you know, recording of sales and then casualties all your compliance things like chemical washing spraying and stuff like that too so you do have the spraying features on there, whether or not what you've done on the paddock for improvements? Oh, like we're pretty flexible about how you record data. So you can sort of record almost anything you want. But no, you can record spraying records with all, you know, your different chemicals, withholding periods, uh, stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty flexible to how um, you, um, I guess we were almost lazy in a way. We didn't, we didn't really... Um, you know, make exact requirements for everything. We just kept things really flexible and that's been really beneficial um, because, you know, everyone Jack, so, um, you know, letting software dictate that. So it's been, um, it's been a good little, good little you know, um, good attraction we found there. Yeah, it definitely sounds that as like 80% wanted to come on and start paying to use it. What, uh, mm. like, what challenges have you come across? like that the industry may be facing with like data management um, for their own individual farms? Um, I haven't come across too many challenges personally. Like a, there's a lot of farms out there that, you know, are scared of putting their data into, into a system because they don't know where it's going. So like, we're really transparent about um, what, we, what we do with data. We have like on, on our main page, we're like, you know, farm owns their data. And we can't touch it unless, unless they ask us to. Um, which I think is really important um, for people to understand that, that not selling on that data or anything. But I think that some of the bigger challenges maybe the industry 
with data management um, is sort of connecting that data uh, from different solutions, like to really add value in this industry. Um, connecting the dots, I guess. So at the moment, data's in silos, so like in a silo in the mobile or yeah. silo in my grazing or whatever, so they're stuck and they can't really move. I suppose what I'm trying to say is that the data, if you really want to add value, the data's going to move like um, like an irrigation channel, you know, so go from go to farmer to farmer or, sorry, go up the supply chain and um, really add value that way. Um, I think that's where we'll sort of start to see, you know, really big benefits um, with, like, with data in ag um, and sort of um, weird models sort of want to help with that too. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge like part of agriculture coming up as we digitize our data and like putting it onto like online, not online so everyone can see it, but like your uh, private number. It's not your name or property name up there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How like what would you recommend for like farmers to better record their own data? Is like any mm. tips and tricks that you can use? Yeah, yeah, just just start just start doing it, I guess. Um a lot of lot of um information is you know stuck in people's heads and they don't get it down on paper and that's fine, that that that, that works. Um but um I'll I'll challenge those farmers just to um you know to try and record that data in better ways and 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 see the value it can add. So yeah, I think sort of just maybe you could um Farmers just, yeah, just, just try farm management software. See, most of you, maybe it doesn't, that's fine as well. So that's the first challenge. And then I suppose ask yourself the questions, um, you know, like, are my records just in my head? Does anyone know what's going on? Um, some, you know, notebooks get lost in the wash. Um, so then you really don't rely on your head. Um, this is the big one for us at home is like, you know, um, at the time it was like, do my employees or like, family members know what's going on on a farm. Um, and that for us, no one really did. It was all in the dad's head. So it was, um, yeah, it was just good to get it on everyone on the same page and it really sort of drove efficiencies that we didn't think were possible um, in, the, in the business. Um, yeah, definitely. I think like the workers being able to know what's going on, the all mm. employees and then the management can see what's happened. How like, once you log that in, how quickly does it load up for everyone? It's just straight on there. It's it's instant, Jack. It's instant as long as you're online. Um, um, when you're online, you can, it'll um it'll sync up when when you're back online for most things. Um, so yeah, it's, that's that's a real benefit. So you get a complete farm overview of what's happening on farm, um, and and I think that's where sort of the benefits come. You see, people like keep wrenching my old man because I always. I see him using it and he's, you know, 63 years old, but not get that wrong. Um, and, and, you know, he sits back in his armchair at night and he's scrolling through it, looking, you know, sales records. He's, he's looking at, we know, um, different, you know, all these livestock and he's, you know, he said things like his livestock numbers have never been more, more accurate um, in his, you know, farming career. So that's something we're, you know, I, I'm really proud that we've done. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Well, like, yeah, old man. When you say he's using it, what does he use it on? His mobile or like a? Yeah, yeah, Jack. So it's mainly it's mobile first. Um, so when you're in the yards and everything, you're always on your like if you always get your phone on you. So it's it's mobile first. Um, 
So he's always scanning on his mobile. Um, but um, you also have a web app as well, and that's mainly for you know um, exporting that data, printing it off um, for use in the office, etc. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you can use it like in the yards, take it wherever you go, just to notch it off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it's really beneficial having, uh, you know, so uh, it's good. And yeah, we've had, we've got a bunch of um, really good clients um, that I've been talking to recently. And and, and I feel like the, um, you know, the benefits people are getting from, you know, using farm magic software like mobile, it, it sort of varies depending on your operation. So you've got people like um, Mark Ritchie, who runs a massive operation over near Mansfield, um, Victoria, and and he he's just he took handy out day and said he's you know he's never had you know better livestock records. He's never known. Um, he's never had you know a more accurate livestock records um, in the whole in the whole career. So that was really that's really good for me to tell us tell us that. And people like Susie Bates, she's um, it's really that's a much smaller producer um, and sheep producer. There's a lot of things in regen ag, and you know she uses it for things like pasture management, sort of um, understanding how long a day has you know been grazed or hasn't been grazed, um, paddock um, and stuff like that. And then we got people. I was trying to think um, like Jim Johnson over in WA who, who runs a big operation, uh, a lot of different employees, and 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 the benefit for him is you know just having. Um, everyone on the same page, knowing what's going on, and and then you got other other producers that maybe just use it for compliance. So the value really depends on what the farm wants to use it for, I guess. Um, farm management software, or and um, yeah, and, and and every farm's different, Jack. So yeah, just uh, that's sort of way it goes. Yeah, of course, and I suppose like for these bigger farms or even smaller farms, it just gives them the power to make a bit better decision by looking at all. Yeah. The and figures yeah for sure yeah for sure so there's a lot of times in ag and and we you know we make we make you know educated guesses um and this sort of just confirms those educated guesses and makes sure and just confirms that we are doing the right thing so having this data there you can look back and go oh, okay we made this decision last year and it did x y and z and um um and this year okay we can tweak that decision and maybe do do this bit differently to add this much efficiency here or there so um I think, you know, like um, farmers know what they're doing, so you don't want to change to change what they're doing too much. But if you can give them the data to confirm that they're doing the right thing, that's a, that's a really good step forward. Yeah, absolutely. For like, what is your common client or whatnot? Like, which areas are they coming from? Yes. Yes. We've got a little sweet spot, Jack, in um, livestock farming. Um, so sheep producers and cattle producers are our biggest uh, biggest clients, um, and and but we don't we don't discriminate. So we've got a bunch of farmers on board as well, so that use it for for crop in and stuff like that as well. And, and mobile's really flexible; you can sort of add different things in the way you want. So um, just the other day, we had a a, um, a duck a duck producer um, as yeah. as well using it. So it's it's pretty variable. But um, yeah, this yeah, our strongest markets are yeah, sheep and cattle. Yeah. Yep. Do you know how many ducks they're running? Oh, sixty thousand, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a few. Yeah, I saw I saw our livestock numbers sixty thousand. We were managing, and I'm like, oh gee, we was having here. It's just a bunch of ducks. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah, a bit different. Um, but it's good to see like every 
everything can come on there um, and use it. Yep. Yep. For sure. Or, like, have you looked into feedlots or how that could work? Like, seeing how long livestock were in the feedlot or like how much feed they actually have used or haven't used? Yeah. Yeah. So, we, we do have some um, feedlots using it. You know, you just, you can just sort of, Name you. We have this, a setting called yard, and you can set a bunch of yards and um, have them use it like a feedlot. Um, and and people record, um, you know, their feeding onto those onto those animals. Um, so yeah, no feed, feed, feedlots do use it. Um, we don't do the best tracking with feed at the moment, but I'd, I'd really like to improve improve that so we can you can really see you know the cost per animal um, and then and then profits at the end. But um, yeah, no, yeah, it's something we can definitely work on. But I definitely, we have to have feedlots using it, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah so it goes like quite wide. Um, and then like moving on to studs, you've got like stud mm. managers using this as well, because studs are a bit different to commercial and they can for be sure. tricky with the data they want. For sure, Jack. And um, I, suppose, I suppose the studs, they don't use mobile in the stud side as much. Um, they'll use it on the commercial flock. Um, um, but not on the stud side. So yes, we don't do any um, individual livestock management um, that the studs the studs really need. Um, so yeah, yes, yeah. so we do have a, you know a lot of good studs using software, but more for the commercial side. So um, yeah, yeah. So that that will be used. There's heaps of other different solutions out there for um, individual livestock tracking that can be used well alongside models. So um, or any farm management software, um, and. And yeah, like I think it's a space that's going to grow and really interested in watching what happens in that individual livestock management space um, in the future and, you know, see if we can, you know, help out in any way. Um, because it's, it's, I think it's a huge value that's just waiting there for especially Australian farmers. Yeah, definitely. I think like the more that do adapt and adopt onto this sort of technology, the more we'll be able to learn from what we want as farmers and what also yep. like the crucial data that we can record yeah yeah and we're always listening so like one of the one of the things we're proud of is that um we take on a lot of farmer feedback so we're always we're always asking farmers you know how can we how can we do things better um and and we're very you know farmer focused and farmer-led company um so and and as soon as we know we see an opportunity somewhere um, where you know farmers are saying we need this, this, and this, and that, that's I said a fair few times. We'll definitely consider you know, going down that path. And I think you'd you know ask any of our clients, I'd, I'd definitely say that we're very, very um, every year are open at all times to to new ideas. So um, no, it's an exciting little space to be in. Absolutely, and farmers are never afraid to say what they want or don't want. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But it, 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 if you listen and. Um, and 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 you know, say well, maybe we can't we can't do that today, but we'll definitely take note. And that you know, they they really do appreciate you listening to what their pains and needs are. Um, so yeah, that's it's one of the one of my happy, happy parts of the job is you know talking to these farms and trying to solve these these pains they're having. So um, yeah, really really enjoy that. Yeah, definitely for like ag tech, it's a bit different to like a fintech or something. We need this extra. Like flexibility in to be able to adapt to the farmers or like what's happening at the moment how have you seen this and how have you like dealt with needing to be flexible um 
Yeah, Jack, I think, I think ag tech is, is it's quite hard if you compare it to other industries just because of the variability of different doing farming, farming enterprises. Um, and, and yeah, so if you, you know, specialize in one thing, you might only have a small market share. So it's hard to, um, it's hard to, you know, um, have a big, have a big enough market share to create a positive impact. Um, down the track. So one, the, the lucky thing with mobile, or what we've done is we've made it really flexible. So as we've been talking about, there's a bunch of different farmers or different farm enterprises that can use it. And, um, and by doing that, um, you know, our markets, our market size is quite large and we can actually have a, have a pretty big impact that way. But, um, yeah, I think it's a challenge for ag tech because, um, yeah, every, every farm's different. So, um, it's really hard to find uh, a solution that you know, suits, suits everybody. Yeah. It's always yeah. like vital to move along with the farmers and just take their feedback, as you said before, um, and adapt and implement that way. Keep, keep listening. They, there's, there's, farmers have gold nuggets they're willing to tell everybody. So keep listening and then and, and, um, people will find the right solutions. Yeah, definitely. So for like your for mobile, are you spread across Australia? You've seen? Yeah, yeah, Jack, we've got um, from cattle stations up in the Northern Territory all the way, all the way down to, you know, um, sheep, big sheep enterprises and small sheep enterprises down in you know, Western Victoria and across WA. But we've also, you know, started to grow in New Zealand as well. Um, starting to see that our, um, you know, our, our management, our farm management software is really good for sheep and, you know, there's a bunch of sheep over there. So um, we're starting to see a lot of growth in New Zealand and, and you know, it's a really prompt, really good, you know, hope for over in New Zealand. So um, um, yeah, those are sort of our two markets, I guess. Are you running it from Australia or you've got someone over there? Running, running it from Australia, Jack, so a few, few um, international calls. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like down the track, and and if anyone's listening, yes, like would or um, a, a sort of someone someone to manage sort of um, or manage farmer relations over in New Zealand, um, which would really really help us out. So um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll look to get someone set up over there, um, sort of early next year, I guess. Yeah, perfect. For like for like a young business as yourself, what are your goals mm. of like of growing? Um, I suppose we're pretty ambitious. Um, we, we, but we also want to grow sustainably. So, um, the, one of the best things that we've sort of done is we've never sort of bitten off too much more than we can chew. We've, you know, just built on our, our products and our relationships with farmers and that's starting to gain a little bit of speed now. It's starting to pay off. Um, yeah. So, our goals, you know, like we, we want to be one of the, or the most used um, and the most special um, software for livestock producers in Australia and New Zealand in the sort of next couple of years. Um, but, but also why, why not, why not, you know, benefit farmers from, you know, further afield. Um, but like, you know, our hearts are set in, set in those two countries. So we'll, we'll definitely concentrate there um, and we'll try to do that sustainably and by listening to you know, farmer feedback and implementing that advice and stuff into mobile. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a hundred thirty-five thousand farms or so in Australia. So the world's your oyster at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, room for us to grow here. So, um, yeah, you won't 
you'll see us um, is concentrating with the, you know, trying to make benefit for Australian farmers, Australian farmers as well. Perfect. Well, it's been excellent having you on the show. We might get to wrap it up there. Just got two more yep. questions to ask. Who, who would you like to hear on the Farms Advice podcast? Um, yeah, yeah. I, that's a really good question, Jack. Um, I think, I think someone from Farmers to Founders, if you've, if you've, if you've heard of that um, organisation, they're doing this amazing, amazing job of um, driving, you know, producer and sort of giving people the right advice to start, you know, producer-led companies, a bit like mobile, I guess. Yep. Um, so anyone from that team, maybe like Sarah Nollet, um, she's, she's got a wealth of experience and I'd love to have her on or, or even Cass Mayo um, as well. So um, yeah, there's, there's two for you, Jack. Excellent. Yeah, I'll have to reach out for them for sure. I've seen like Farmers to Founders, like it's an excellent thing, like such yep. as yourself coming from a farming background. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's where some of the you know, better solutions are hiding, you know, still, you know, on, the, on those farms. So, um, yeah, getting them out and, you know, benefiting more farmers is such a cool thing. Yeah, I think you just, like, need to take that jump and say stuff it and like, just launch into it, of course. Yep. For, sure. for anyone wanting to reach out to you or Mobile, how can they do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the easiest way to reach out to me is, is by email. Jack, I respond to all my emails. So just jock, J-O-C-K, at uh, M-O-B-B-L-E um, dot I-O or just search Mobile on Google or, or any of your social medias and you'll find us there too. That's excellent. No, it's, well, it's excellent to have you on. You're our first livestock software management app. Yep. So it's good to hear all about it. Awesome, Jack. Thanks so much for having me, mate. It's excellent. Talk soon. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for joining us for our 18th episode with Jock Lawrence from Mobile. I love having new speakers passionate about what they do and Jock is on to something with Mobile. I can't wait to see what they go into. Follow us on social media for further motivation and visit the show notes at farmsadvice.com.au. Don't forget to share and review this podcast so we can reach the 135,000 plus farms across Australia to make it a better connected industry for both you and I. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.